0: Good morning and welcome to Faith in Flagler. My name is Brian McMillan. I am your host. I'm also the publisher of the Palm Coast and Ormond Beach Observer newspapers. And I have in the studio with me today Dr. Mike Von Moss, pastor of Hammock Community Church in Flagler County since May of 2023. Thank you, Pastor Mike. Do people call you Pastor Mike at your church? Mostly they do, yeah. Some of them them
1: just call me Mike, and uh, on other days, they call me things we're not going to talk about right now.
0: (laughs) I doubt that happens. (laughs) Come on. Um, So uh, Pastor Mike has been, again, since 2023 at Hammett Community Church. So you said um, just before we got on the air that you were also at one point a hospice chaplain. Yeah, I did that for about eight months. Yeah. So what did you? What's what's one or two things that you learned doing that? Oh wow, I I, I learned that
1: uh, everybody, whoever they are, has spiritual concerns, and I learned that uh, you know uh, we get to the end of things, we get to certain places, and we really are ready to prioritize those kinds of things in our lives. Um, Everybody is. uh, Everybody is a. You know, has a good heart. Learned that, and uh, everybody is concerned about what happens next.
0: So when when people, why is it that it takes extreme tragedy or big problems or you know the possible end of life? Why does it sometimes take that to get us into a spiritual mindset where we can you know maybe make some connection to god
1: yeah you know it's it's a good it's a good question we are just i it kind of makes me think a little bit about you're you're familiar of course i know the story about uh jesus going to lazarus home and Mm -hmm. mary and martha are there and there's this whole story about you know mary sitting at jesus feet and martha jumping around doing all the work and finally at the end of it jesus says to martha martha you're worried and bothered about many things And I just think one
0: thing is needful. One thing is needful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: One thing is needful. And when we get to that, that final point, we realize that so many of those things that we have been worried and bothered about are not that important. Mm -hmm. And that one thing that is needful uh, really comes to the forefront of life.
0: It's interesting though, because my daughter this morning, Mm -hmm. today was really stressed out and was in tears mm. because she had lost one of her earrings. Oh yeah. Not a very expensive earring. So mm-hmm. we're trying to get ready for school and like get things mm-hmm. going and she's just really struggling with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's sort of like, you know, trying to like, let's have some perspective, you know, right. let's keep going. Let's get yep. closer to the bus, you know, all this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But in her mind, there was only, that was the only thing that she could think mm-hmm. about. It was just blinders on. Yeah. I think that happens to. Everybody sometimes, oh yeah, we 've all, all done that, yeah,, yeah. so how do, you get out of that? <laughs> how do you get out of that? How do you get out of that? Well, I think that
1: sometimes we just need to stop and take a breath and just realize and think what matters, what matters, and what matters is that one thing, that fact that 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 God is with us and that God is for us and that he is out to, to use something I think we'll talk about just a bit. He's mm-hmm. out to take us to the other side.
0: Yeah, very good. So I want to say uh, thank you to the sponsors of Faith and Flagler, Douglas Property and Development, Big John's Appliances, and Stevenson Wilcox and Associates. Thank you so much for supporting the show and help making it happen. Um, you can listen to this and all the other previous episodes on podcasts if you miss it on the radio on WNZF. Uh, it's out the Flagler radio app and also on Spotify and Apple. There's only one faith in Flagler show <laughs> on Spotify and Apple. So it's easy to find. Um, but yeah, we, I, before we, uh, you know, agreed to come on and have this show, I, we, we talked about doing, talking about the story of Jesus calming the wind, calming the storm. So mm-hmm. let's talk about it from Mark four, mm-hmm. um, Mark four, starting with verse 35. So it says, In the same day when the even was come, so we get a little setting. Mm -hmm. It's the even, so it's getting into the lights Mm -hmm. going away. Mm -hmm. He saith unto them, meaning his disciples, let us pass over unto the other side. So you're kind of seeing that as a metaphor for the other side of what?
1: (laughs) Well, and and that's I think you know just kind of taking this story as a whole here. It is something of, if not a metaphor, it is a it is a picture, and it really is a picture. Uh, it is a picture of the gospel uh, as a whole. They're on this storm, and in their world, this is one of the things we have to do when we read the Bible, interpret the Bible. We always kind of want to start from our experience, mm-hmm. but we're in a when we read the Bible, we're in a different culture, In yeah. a different world, different time, different which place. makes it very hard. A lot of times, it is, yeah, and 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 you know, because we have to not just translate the languages, we have to translate the whole the whole experience. There's a moment, um, you know, and I'm old enough that my hair's not always not. Completely the color it was, and i 've always tried to think of examples of, of of how we translate this kind of thing, or we have cultural things in our minds that help us to just very quickly understand things if we have a common frame of reference, common culture um, My wife and i we were we were doing a little Boat tour thing that was like a 20 minute boat tour. These guys had a comedy show that kind of went with it. And uh, part of the comedy show was, you know, as they were pushing you off of the dock, you're on this boat, and they're pushing you off the dock, they said, Enjoy your three hour tour. <laughs> now, the to people of a certain age. That just says a whole lot. It Mm -hmm. brings up a whole story about you know Gilligan's Island, but I've used that example with people just not thinking about it with people who are in their twenties and they look at me like three hour tour,
0: right, guys? (laughs) Yeah, I thought this was
1: twenty minutes. You know, it doesn't because the culture is different, the frame of reference with this with this story here in the Bible. When you talk about you know you already talked about it, it's dark, it's getting dark, Mm -hmm. and they're going out on the sea. And for that, for these people in that world. This is uh, this is some things that are just saying to them that they are heading out into some dark and dangerous places mm-hmm. where there are forces that are chaotic and that really are bent on destruction, have great power.
0: That you're at the mercy of the, at, the weather of nature at this yeah, point. Not just the weather, but even
1: powerful spiritual forces to them that are somehow connected with the sea or connected with the dark. Things that even from Genesis chapter 1 that God was at work to Push back and put in their proper place and give give boundaries mm-hmm. to. But they're going out into those kinds of things. So and as you look at this story, what happens when the wave comes up and Jesus is crazy asleep, you know, in the mid <laughs> I mean, just asleep. Um must have been tired. Must have been tired. Pretty tired. <laughs> really tired. So their, let their, their, their question is. You know, don't you care that we drown? But the word that they use is not just even drown. It is this word that has to do with don't you care that we are going to perish forever, that we are going to be just totally destroyed mm-hmm. and, and gone. So they're they're deeply, deeply afraid. Yeah, let to get through
0: that. Let's read this uh, okay. this passage here um, to make sure that people are caught up with it. Yeah. So this is now Mark 4, 36, where Jesus said, let's pass over to the other side, verse 36. And when they had. Sent away the multitude, and I'm reading the King James version. So, which, which version do you are you using? I, I
1: normally use the NIV. A lot okay. of times, I use a newer translation called the New English Translation.
0: Very good. So, if there's some some differences here, let's. they might be illuminating. Um, and when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him other little ships, which is, I think, a detail that's not in Matthew. By nope. the way. Um. And there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty scary. And Jesus is asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep yep. on a pillow, which I love that detail that it's a, there's a pillow involved here. Mm-hmm. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? And that's the end of Mark 4. So, um, you, you mentioned that there's a lot of little details in here mm-hmm. that that you know make an impact and make a big difference. Um, when I guess I'm trying to imagine what it would be like i've never been on a boat that was filling up with water like that i guess i I, I did capsize a canoe once, which was pretty scary, <laughs> yeah uh, even though and you know, I, w- I didn't think I was going to die, but you know you kind of think, okay, now I'm really out of control here the The boat's filling up with water, but I think that what does this say to you about the state of mind of these disciples who are with jesus
1: terror yeah. terror, and they feel like. Uh, the, the interesting thing about this course there 's the terror don 't you care that we're about to perish, mm-hmm. but they 're kind this, of accusing him they are yeah there 's this sense and this feeling that we are alone in this, that we are alone in this, and that 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 God that jesus doesn 't even know and he is not paying attention
0: so haven 't they been around Jesus enough to know this is that it, this is that that he um that he he hasn't forgotten that he still is powerful they've, they've seen miracles already they've
1: seen some yeah yeah it's still pretty early on yeah. we're in mark we're in mark chapter four yeah. but yeah they have seen miracles they have seen him uh, all the way beginning in chapter one of, of Mark's story of Jesus they have seen him cast out demons heal diseases do all kinds of things of, of that nature um, this is this is this is something where I think part of the issue is, this is something where they are threatened. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: it's, no, it's, it's impacting them. It's impacting You're, them. They're kind of watching as spectators to right. see all these other things. Wow. How look cool that. that is. Yeah. How amazing. Like, and, and the fame of Jesus spreads around and, and yep. uh, there's, there's multitudes that are yep. following him. And yep. so um, they're, they're maybe they're a little bit caught up in the, mm-hmm. the celebrity moment in a mm-hmm. sense and not thinking about how they're impacted.
1: It's yeah and it's probably easy to believe when you're seeing things that happen to somebody else but then when things become really personal to us it becomes a test for us mm-hmm. a trial for us and we have to face that critical decision am i willing to put myself into these hands mm-hmm. and am i willing to trust him
0: So um, you're a pastor Ben Ben for a long time a Long time yeah. So you um you're you're in a in a situation where you're constantly kind of counseling others and helping Mm -hmm. other people to, to see spiritual realities of things and to, to have faith and Mm -hmm. things like that and teaching congregations. Um, do you ever find that when it comes to your own life and your own situation that sometimes it's still hard to apply all those teachings to your own situation, to your own life? Always. (laughs) O- always. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? We are all human Isn't beings. Isn't that, is that discouraging? I mean, um, you'd think that if you're a pastor for a long time, you kind of yeah. got it all figured out. Oh, I, I, this bad thing just happened to me. Well, that's not a problem. Fear not. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to go along with, go with it and have faith and, and it's going to work out. So there should be no stress for a pastor ever, right? Of
1: course. Yeah, absolutely. But the reality <laughs> is we are all human beings. You know, every single one of us, we are, we are flesh and blood you know, just like everybody else. And we too have to learn to trust. And I don't care who you are, uh, trusting Jesus. It is an everyday, uh, an everyday thing. There's, there, there's an author that I have enjoyed over the years. And one of the things that, one of the things that he used to say was, um, was he said, don't tell me you believe until you have gotten up, had your coffee Picked up, of course, in this day and times, so it picked up the, the the New York Times and read about all of the parade of troubles and mm-hmm. turmoil and all and faced all of that and said, and yet I believe.
0: yeah. Despite all the bad things in the world.
1: Despite all the bad things in the world and even when they do become, become personal. Do
0: you think that it, when people see bad things that it does make them question the reality of God? I think it does. Why is that? What do you say to someone if, if they – Say, look, there's people, there's children who are starving to death. Mm-hmm. How would a loving God allow that to happen? It's kind well, of like one of those classic quintessential questions, I think, of... That everybody faces. Yeah,
1: yeah that everybody faces. And it becomes, uh, if it hasn't become real to us yet, it will become real to us because...
0: cares so not that my child yeah, is dying yeah, of know, hunger? When it's,
1: when it's my child, when it's my child, it matters. You know, and that's, that's the question that's been around, of course, for a long, long time. How can a loving God... You know watch all of these things and uh and yet seemingly do do nothing do nothing about it i I've, there's a couple of things that i that i that I say to people mm-hmm. and one is and one thing I say to people is this: that I absolutely believe i think this passage is is about this, but I absolutely believe that what god uh that what God does is that he is at war against death. I think God hates death. I think that he is out to rid the world of death and that he is out to rid the world of pain and he is out to rid the world of suffering. And I think that what happens in the here and now is that we find that God comes alongside of us in those things. And it's not that he's doing nothing. It's not that he's asleep. It's not that he doesn't care. It's not that he's looking the other way. I think that what happens when we suffer is that God's heart breaks with us. He's in that with us and his heart breaks, his heart breaks with us.
0: Now, is it possible that's what, is that what we need the most in that moment? Cause in that moment I might say like today, you know, I, I actually went over and put my arm around my daughter with her, you know, her earring was lost and, 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 and she probably and that energy, that hurt. shrugged me off and said, I want, she didn't say this, but I could imagine, yeah. I don't want a hug. I want my earring back. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's how we feel about our problems. Like, um, yeah,
1: oh, 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 a hundred percent,
0: yeah, a hundred
1: percent. And I think that's part of maybe what what going to the other side is. What we find, I think, in the scriptures is one that God is with us, and that His heart breaks uh, with us. We find too, that what the Bible teaches and tells us uh, in First Corinthians fifteen that Christ is reigning, that He is at work right now, healing. Not just individuals, but at work to change, restore, bless the world. But that there are still things that are out there that have a measure and a power to hurt and to bring injury, uh, even serious wounds. But what 1 Corinthians 15 tells us is that um, that he must reign until he has put all of his enemies under his feet, and the last enemy to be destroyed is death it's coming it's there and we've got to get to the other side when we find there uh the what jesus calls the restoration of all things everything being the way it's supposed to be
0: it's interesting that in you know we might think that if we have chosen to follow god in our lives mm-hmm. that um you know our lives will be better that's the blessing that's the promise mm-hmm. uh all the beatitudes you know all the blessings that are coming but yet here the disciples have put aside their livelihoods mm-hmm. um, to follow him. Mm-hmm. And here they find themselves in a sinking boat in a storm. Like we, we couldn't be any closer to Jesus. Yeah. We couldn't do, we couldn't be doing anything more. My choices have led me to be, you know, right next to physically right next to, to mm-hmm. him. And yet here we are in great danger. The boat is literally filling up with water. Yep. Um, does following, uh, does following God protect us from anything? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think we always find that we are where.
1: God wants us to be in where we where we need to be. But you said earlier in this, there's details in this passage yeah. in Mark that Matthew doesn't have, and I think maybe this gets to one of those okay. details. Yeah, please do. That, that, that's at the very beginning of the story. Okay, because they did. You're right. They had left their livelihoods, and for most of these guys, their livelihood was fishing. What? Fishing. So, you know, they're, they're there. The story begins with Jesus saying, let's go to the other side. And then in Mark's telling of the story, it says, they took him along just as he was in the boat. And I think what the impression that I'm getting there hmm. early on in the story, and they've seen Jesus do cast out demons teach wonderfully heal people of various diseases they can't do any of that they don't know how to do any of that hmm, interesting but when jesus says to them okay let's take this boat and let's go to the other side we get this impression and mark that they are finally saying finally something we know how to do They're like
0: don't worry jesus this time we're in we control yeah, exactly. you can go take a nap we got a pillow down there we're uh, we got this one. We are experts on this, Jesus. <laughs> you chill,
1: we got this. And I think Don't that's, chill
0: that much. Yeah. yeah that's
1: <laughs> so much that yeah, you're sleeping in a boat that's up to the gunwales in water. But I think that's probably a lot of times what happens in life is that we all think that, I, that the biggest expert in the world on living my life and knowing what I, knowing knowing what I need to do mm-hmm. is guess who? It's me. I got this figured out. This mm-hmm. is my life. I've been living it. I'm pretty good at it. And so what happens too often is that we just kind of want to take Jesus along with us and say, hey, you know, you're here in the boat and I want you in the
0: boat, but I kind of know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I, kinda, I, I love the, I love the, uh, the joke of, you know, guys on a roof in a flooding yeah. and and he's praying for help and a hel- yeah. helicopter comes by with a, with a ladder. Yeah. So he climbs up the ladder. Never mind. I got it under control. A helicopter came mm-hmm. um a lot of times I find myself even if I'll pray for help with something and then something my my circumstance might change, and I feel more like it it's okay mm-hmm. um then sometimes I'll get a little i'll I'll feel this little reminder like that was me, you know it wasn't like. Cause sometimes I feel like that guy on the roof, like, okay, phew, I, I figured out this problem. Mm-hmm. Well, no, the idea that came was from God, you know, right. he helped you, you yeah. prayed for help. So give him the credit when, when mm-hmm. something does work out. And I think that that's, it's kind of human nature. Like, don't worry. I, I know how to run this boat. You know, mm-hmm. I know how to sail. I've been on my, I've been on a boat my whole life. Mm-hmm. I've um, done this forever. Yep.
1: Yep. I'm the expert here. So <laughs> come with me. Um, and maybe that's why Jesus is one of the reasons why I think Jesus is just so, yep, okay, hey, you got it. I, I'm, I'm dead asleep.
0: I'm going to go take a nap then. I'm going to go take a nap. Good luck with the storm. Um, Carest thou not that we perish? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was probably in the most danger, Jesus, because the boat's filling up with water, and he's asleep. They're at least up there. Like, wouldn't they say, Master, you're going to die down here. You're going to drown. But they're saying, carousel off that we perish? We're usually just interested in ourselves. Um, apparently. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're usually just interested in what's happening to me. A yep. line in the movie, you know, uh, where these two women who are longtime friends hadn't been together in a long time. And one of them, they got together. One of them's chatty, 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 chatty. And after a while, she says to her friend, Well, that's, that's enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? <laughs> and that's kind of just the way we are as human beings, isn't it? Yep. This is about me. This is about me, my life, and what happens to me.
0: So Jesus arose and rebuked yeah. the wind, mm-hmm. rebuked the wind as though the the wind had some kind of choice in the matter or or something, and maybe you're, that's what you're getting at. Maybe the apostle, maybe the disciples, kind of felt like there was a uh, you know. Evil involved in the storm. I
1: think they did think that, and yeah. I think that was that's exactly what's going on here. There are just so many intriguing details in in all of this. Mm-hmm. Don't you care that we perish? The word that they use for perish is not just the word for death or drowning or whatever. It is a word that comes up later in in the Bible. That is a word that has uh, that, that's used as a spiritual power called Apollyon mm-hmm. uh, appears in the Book of Revelation. Apollyon, the destroyer. Mm-hmm. We are going to be sucked down into Eternal death. Don't you care that this is what what's happening to us? And what happens next is really kind of an incredible picture of the whole gospel story. Jesus is seemingly—I just use the phrase—he's just like dead asleep. But the words are, "He rose up. He rose." And he rebukes the wind and the waves. You're right, Brian. He talks to them as if they are in some fashion a living thing. He uses uses the words that he used earlier in Mark chapter 1 when he's casting out demons, uses the exact same words. Hmm. What's happening is that Jesus is taking authority over all of these powers of death and destruction and chaos, and he is taking us to the other side. It's the gospel story in a nutshell.
0: Yeah. Peace be still. Yep. And – It happened. There was a great calm. So can God um, create, can he give us that kind of calm in our lives? Mm -hmm. Um, He says, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they still had fear. It says they feared exceedingly. So apparently it wasn't so easy for them to cast out the fear as easy as it was, well, to them as miraculously, you know, Jesus casts out the, you know, the, the wind. The fear kind of Stuck with them a little bit. It sounds like,
1: but now I think the fear is of not what's outside the, the, the boat. awe of Jesus. Now the fear is of who is this? Who is in this? <laughs> what boat.
0: manner of man is this? That's it.
1: They were terribly afraid. What manner of man is this that the wind and the waves obey him?
0: Well, there is some some awe that is uh, appropriate. You know that that um, in the, in that sense of the mm-hmm. the fear, um, we're just about out of time. But um, I guess overcoming fear is i think one of the big challenges of life now we can be afraid that our own might won't help us to prevail but and ultimately it won't and it won't that's the thing We, we are right to fear about our own will but the point is the way to overcome it is to to link arm in arm with with god and to uh that's how we can overcome the fear um Pastor Mike Von Moss of Hammock Community Church. Thank you very much pleasure for Brian. being my guest on yeah, happy to be Faith and Flagler. You. And I hope everyone has a wonderful week and you can tune in on the podcast. Thanks to Douglas Property and Development, Big John's Appliances, and Stevenson Wilcox and Associates for supporting Faith and Flagler.